Do let you? me ask you. Oh. No, no. Oh. Wow, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. So, well, now I feel bad. Like, I'm curious no, what you're going to No, 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 no. I mean, oh. 180 episodes and you've started three of them. So, I, you can <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> now I feel bad because it, it is your thing. So, I don't want to trump you. But. Whatever, and 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 we never use the T word on this podcast. Oh yeah, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Well, I was gonna ask, do you ever do any type of like, say, spring cleaning or like no. cleaning out and like a no. freshening up of like, say, a storage area or like and like any your room or what have you? Like, do you ever uh, do you ever do that? I don't clean. No, you I don't, don't clean. clean. Okay, no. Mm. Okay. Well, and 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 Brienne will attest to that. Hmm. Like when she listens to this next week. <laughs> <laughs> or whenever she'll be like your friggin' randy doesn't yeah <laughs> yeah well i guess my I, I was gonna get into this and i'll 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 lead the question or the answer i was expecting you to get but you know we we as human beings as individuals we we can get kind of like you know in our our rut or our our our, our blindfold or blinders on of like the daily grind and we start doing things and soon a week becomes a month becomes a year and we, you know we start doing things is that, and are you are you describing are you describing the amount of time it's taking you to get to the point of the story that- <laughs> what i'm saying is this is episode 180 and I went back into our yearbook and I like in the, in the metaphor of cleaning, like you doing some house cleaning and you find like, say your yearbook or like an old picture of a family reunion or something. I found our yeah, right, yearbook. Right. Yeah. I yeah. found our family reunion picture. I pulled Uh-oh. out episode one out of the dust. I <laughs> went back and listened. It, you and me both. It has significance for us, for the it returning listener. Well. They like from know. a tech standpoint, from a from a quality standpoint, it didn't there, age well. There's a lot of things that didn't age well from a tech standpoint, but it's crazy how full circle it's come that now episode 180, almost three years later, we find ourselves kind of being able to finish that episode, so to speak, or at least put a put a finishing point on it. I and don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two degree. Uh, I agree. I don't think there's any exaggeration. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's about to sound like I'm exaggerating. Sure. Um, and I, I sorry. Quick disclaimer. I'm losing Did my you? voice. I don't oh. know why I'm losing my voice. It's like the good. worst possible episode <laughs> for me to begin. You know, going into what I assume is going to be a semi-lengthy conversation. Um, so if I if I get like squeaky or mm. you know what, it's it's not. It's not puberty 2.0. It is, um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Focal cords are hating me today. But sure. um, it, this is going to sound like an exaggeration. Sure. It's going to sound like I'm getting a little bit carried away. Okay. This episode is literally what it's, it's the whole thing's been about. Yes. Really. And... And I'm not saying that we're stopping because we're not, right. but I don't think there's ever been an episode where, like, where as much as this one, we could stop after this <laughs> and no one would be able to say, well, that was abrupt. 
or that was <laughs> impulsive. No, right. the, it, it it would poetically feel like I. It feels like the end of the Lord of the Rings. Sure. Yeah. Where whether it's whether it's Gandalf saying, "I've done, <laughs> I've done what I came back to do." Sure. Or Frodo saying to Sam, "We set out to save the Shire, and we did." Hmm. Hmm. But. And it has been saved, but not for me. And then I go on and I do a different movie podcast with someone else. No. Oh, no. Um, no, no, no. But, yeah, so. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. To I want to bring the listener up to speed, because some of them might be familiar with what episode one was. But instead of me telling you, I've got something else for you, okay? That's 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 like the deja vu ringtone. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. As previously stated, I adore Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everything about him. Okay. And I am one hundred percent positively pro Robert Pattinson oh, playing Batman. That is a statement. Um. So. I mean, clearly episode one, all about Robert Pattinson, all yeah. about the hype that was around it at the time, because it wasn't even like official yeah. at the time. It was like rumored. No. And we... Uh, yeah, I think we, it was like, yeah. It was I like pretty, it was, it was pretty it certain, leaked. but it, yeah, like it was... Yeah. yeah. And um, we we talked about it. We thought about how interesting it could be, and... We had to wait a heck of a long time to actually get a chance to talk about it, but here yeah. we are. 180 episodes. Listen, I in the last episode we did, I think it was the last episode, or maybe sure. the episode before, Yeah, you mentioned, you were talking about how, in some regards, we are, uh, we're quite opposite. Um, <laughs> but also that every so often, sometimes, we're on the same brainwave sure literally this morning (laughs) i said to brianne and and i was going to things got i'm not even i'm not recording in my home studio i'm on the road right now like oh my gosh anyways um so i didn't have the chance to do this it didn't pan out but Mm. i said to brianne i want to i'm thinking about pulling a clip from (laughs) nice from episode one and playing right. it tonight. And there we are. And then you did. And we then did you did. It. You did exactly what I was thinking of doing. <laughs> so that's that's just so funny to me. Yeah. Oh. Um Yeah. This is this is a big I, I also so you saw listen, you saw this film almost a week ago. Yes. Yep. And I saw it two days ago. Mm, um mm, mm. and have you ever uh, I this to me feels like you know when you're a kid and and all kids lie there's no all kids lie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're a kid and you've told a lie to your parents <laughs> and and you now you're Wait, just hold, trying to hold, like for what for hold on one sec before we go any further we're seven minutes in I'm gonna say welcome to the movie man podcast <laughs> I'm Pete that's Brady and he's gonna tell you about all kids lying yeah, if you don't know if you don't know who we are at this point, go home. Um, and and you're a kid, and you've told a lie to your parents, mm. and you've gotten in a little bit deep with it. Sure. And now your only choice 
is to like bash your way through this with more lies. You're just lying your way out of this lie. And it's, <laughs> and you're a kid, so you're an idiot. And you don't know how to lie. Like, to you, you've pulled off the greatest caper ever. Mm. And, and but you sound like a moron because you're eight and you don't, you don't have like real person logic. And so, so everyone knows you're lying, but it starts to eat away at you. Mm. And you just, you're carrying this weight. <laughs> and then finally the truth comes out and as, as much shit as you get in and your parents, like, you know, your dad takes off his belt and, and you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, as much trouble as you're in for the lie, there's this weight gone. There's this like, you know, you're just like, oh, it feels so good for it to be out in the open. So, do you know I what am, I mean? I am, I am so curious what you're. Where are you going with this? Like, who's the lying kid and who's the 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 parent in this scenario? No, I mean story? that's no, that's deeper than okay. that's deeper than no. It sure. it just literally we both for at least the last two days mm-hmm. have oh, yeah have seen this film and have had to sit on. We <laughs> haven't talked about it at all. Not particularly. No. Like I'm not. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want the listener to think I'm exaggerating when I say this. We have not discussed this film. Mm-hmm. You have zero idea what I thought of it, mm-hmm. and I have zero idea what you thought of it. Right? Zero. Mm. I could hate this film. I could think this film is worse than Cats, and you have no clue. You would have no clue that that's where this is heading. <laughs> so that's really, yeah. We don't often discuss what we thought of a film going into it. Mm-hmm. But this time we really didn't. Hmm. So it's just exciting. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you don't have trivia. Not for That's this. My, no, yeah, no. Okay. I was thinking about doing trivia and I was oh. thinking about ju- doing just like Batman hmm. trivia for you. Ooh. Like not even like, you know, yeah. like, um, you know, I don't know things like uh, what is the what is the true identity of Batgirl? Huh. I don't know. Barbara Gordon, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Oh, um, which is a real point of contention when huh. when Jim Gordon finally finds that out because he didn't know. Yeah. Right. And Interesting. so him and Bats have a little bit of a falling out there. And <laughs> yeah, what happens to Barbara Gordon? that prevents her from continuing on her duties as Batgirl. I, oh, is it something related to like the Joker hurt, hurting yeah. her? Yeah. Joker shoots her through the spine <laughs> oh. and uh, sticks her in a wheelchair. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then she becomes like, she's Ned. She's the guy in the chair. <laughs> like, like when Ned in Spider-Man is saying, you know, you need a guy in the chair. It's or Barbara Gordon becomes Oracle, who is like this, like at eight different computer screens. Like she runs the tech outfit oh. of the Bat family moving forward. But huh. Anyways, yeah. Oh. Not like guy in the chair as in like she's in a wheelchair. No, no, no. no. Like, oh, okay. you know. Yeah. Person at the keys. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just kind of a hap- haphazard. That's trivia. cool. Doesn't really, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, 180 episodes leading to this very moment. 
<laughs> to answer the question, were we was I right? Hundred I made a prediction, mm-hmm. a bold prediction, as you yeah. as you outlined in that clip. <laughs> I made a bold prediction a hundred and eighty episodes ago. <laughs> was I right? I th- think so. Um, <laughs> this I is less so. definitive than I thought it was going to be. No, I, I was trying to ans- figure out how I'd answer that. Because I, yeah. I think just specifically talking about the portrayal that um, that uh, Robert Pattinson did, I think I liked him as Batman. I wasn't yeah. as keen on him as Bruce. Um, yeah, so there's an issue with him as Bruce that we'll get, that I have that we'll get into. Okay, but I don't have I I didn't walk away thinking wow they had made a mistake casting him and I enjoyed right. like I said I enjoyed some things more some things I thought they could have changed and not changed actors just changed specifically with him and right. I think overall I'd say good. Um, okay. Yeah, I think overall I'd say good. I I would not contradict your your hot take 180 episodes again. I would overall agree. I'm not I don't think he's my favorite Batman, but I was pleased with it and it was at least interesting to see him in that role. Okay. Do you did it hold up with you? If Robert Pattinson is second, <laughs> he's second only to Michael Keaton. Sure. And I think uh and I think if he's second to Michael Keaton, it's very possible that there is a heavy nostalgia influence happening there. <laughs> right. So wow, like if I okay. were it, you know, if I were able to strip away that nostalgia and look at it completely objectively, which I can't. Um but if I were able to he may still be second. Mm. But I don't know. He might not. Sure. It's close. Yeah. It's close. Okay. Dude, okay. this movie is bonkers. Listen, he is the first... I will say this. He is the first person to play Batman where it really feels like someone took a look at the comics hmm. and got Batman right. Interesting. Batman oh, wow. is affectionately referred to as the world's greatest detective. We've never had that hmm. until now. Interesting. But but this guy, Robert Pattinson, is in there friggin' scrubbing crime scenes. Hmm. And, That's true. And using black lights to hmm. reveal, like, he is a detective in this. Yep. He does crime solving, mystery hmm. solving, mm-hmm. looking for clues. Hmm. Oh, so good. But listen, the opening to this movie. Sure. Let's start there. Sure. Let's work through it. Yeah. Let's work through it. Yeah. The opening to this movie might be the coolest opening to a comic book film that we've ever had. Yeah. Because with his yeah. narration, so mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson is narrating it, mm. and and they really nail the Batman is fear hmm. aspect mm-hmm. that in in particular, right? So he, ta- I mean, he talks about how it's not just a call; it's a warning. Hmm. The signal, the bat signal, right? 
and yep. the back, bad signals in the sky and you see this guy uh, or girl who is just mugged, who's just robbed a convenience store, mm-hmm. comes running out and is faced with a dark alley that they were, seconds ago, they were about to run down this alley. That was yes. the game plan. That yeah. is my that is my escape. Looks up in the sky, sees the bat signal, hmm. looks back at this pitch dark alley and goes, he might be down there. Hmm. Yeah. He might be down there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, every shadow, every dark doorway is the scariest place in the world, is a place you don't want to be. Hmm based on the 0.1% chance <laughs> that he might be there. <laughs> right. Because if he is, then I'm done. <laughs> and that was so cool. Hmm. That was so yep. cool. Yep. Instead of having this, like, you know, um, I, I, there are, uh, you know, there are other cool openings, like the opening to the Dark Knight, the bank robbing scene. It's great. Of course. It's great. It's a fun scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fun reveal for Joker. Yes. Right? Yeah. I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's so cool. And then and then finally, so this scene kind of all wraps up with there's this gang and they're mm-hmm. following this guy off the subway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a cool reveal to Batman. I was I thinking, you know what? He's gonna he's gonna come out of the shadows and like a really they won't know he's there kind of way, mm. because that was the obvious thing to do. The obvious thing to do was he's gonna, you know, all of a sudden like one of them is going to disappear. He's gonna he's gonna drop down from the sky, grab a guy, and shoot back up again, hmm. right? Hanging upside down like his inverted takedown, um, and it's gonna be like he'll just like quick, slowly, quietly start picking them off. It'll be like. And all of a sudden, the guys are going to be like, like looking around, trying to figure out like what the hell's going on, and then they're going to figure out, oh, it's the bat. They didn't do that at all. No, they looked at that low hanging fruit and they said, "No, thank you, sir." (laughs) They had him walk in, right, with almost this like, um, what is the, uh, what is the, the things that cowboys wear on their oh, like the spurs to spurs. Yeah. Almost with like a Spurs sound effect because he's got stuff on his suit that's making some noise as he walks and these like big clunky boots. And he's just like thump, 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 thump. Right. And it's like, <laughs> holy crap. I was not expecting that to be your entrance. Right. But I dig it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the opening, sir? Who? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I... I, I would mirror those thoughts. I I I don't have thoughts specifically because it's been over a week now, so a lot of my thoughts kind of blend throughout. So I I'm I'm very dependent on your reminding me of what we started, like what we started with, what we went to, right. and like okay. what it finished. So uh, nothing. I think to add that's with what like chronologically. Said. That's mostly that and the ending. <laughs> those are the only two like chronological things. The rest <laughs> right. of mine is also like okay, let's okay. break down yep. this character and their portrayal, and let's yep. break down this plot device. I think the tone was very. Uh, it grabbed us by attention. Because obviously those listening to this episode, spoiler alerts, like we're talking about a mo- this specific movie. So we see that murder occur pretty early. 
And, you know, it was, I, I mean, it wasn't the most graphic thing on film, but it was not, it was not like you saw someone swing something and you saw the silhouette of a shadow. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Riddler. Riddler yeah, and you, you don't like hear a Mayor a th- Mitchell. Yeah, you don't hear like a thump, and then it cuts to like the the next morning or anything. Oh no, he's he's you, yeah. You, you see it, and you see it like repeated blows with a with a weapon. So my it, it captured my attention. I went, oh, okay, this is very different than I'd say most of the Batman films. I, I know like maybe you could argue the Ben Affleck ones kind of changed the vibe too. Like when in like the Snyder cut, there's f bombs and things like that. So oh the, yeah, make the, make no mistake. When the MMPA gave this movie a PG-13, <laughs> they were very generous. <laughs> this, right. this is if there is if there is a if there's a film, if there's a a, a, a way for a film to be in PG-13 land but just with <laughs> one foot firmly planted in an FUR that's that is this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no this kidding. is the this is the darkest PG thirteen yeah. I have ever seen. It, yeah, easily. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about Riddler. Um, yes. Very different take. Very different take on Riddler than what we've seen in the past. We've seen him. Um, mm-hmm. in, in our series, we've seen him twice. We saw him mm. in the, uh, Adam West one. Yep. Um, and then obviously we saw the famous, uh, joygasm, Jim Carrey <laughs> portrayal, you know, the riddle me this kind of right thing that he does. Um, very different. Oh, and, and then there's also like... In if you're in the live action category, um, Riddler is a predominant character in the Gotham TV show. Um, mm. But so, and again, he's maybe a little more grounded. Like in that one, he's he's more grounded, um, less flashy than the Jim Carrey one, but but not by much. Um, hmm. But Paul Dano or Dano, I don't know which. Anyways. Polly boy, Polly D <laughs> is very different. So very, different. Very so, dark. I was just going to say, just like the tone of the movie, very, he is very dark. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to say, like you mentioned Jim Carrey, it's hard to say if he's better or not, because I think they're just so completely apples and oranges that I think they were just both, yeah, like they're just both their own entity of the character. One's, one's just very grounded. Yeah. And the other's very whimsical one's very um you know like coloring page esque Mm -hmm. um and the other's very grounded and and so yeah we have someone who it still does the riddle thing calls himself the riddler um which is nice because i thought well maybe they won't even maybe they won't even call him the riddler because maybe that's too maybe it's Hmm. too silly to give them super villain names but right. this film this film does this crazy thing where like it it feels the whole movie is very serious and very believable hmm. but it's all but it also feels so comic booky mm-hmm. like hmm. it, it feels like 
it feels like a comic book. It feels like a Batman comic through and through. Except it very rarely asks you to suspend your disbelief. Hmm. Very rarely. Rarely. Hmm. And I think that's that's something that this film has done masterfully. Hmm. Is that okay. you're not like ah, yeah. you know like you know you look at the Tim Burton stuff and the the Val Kilmer Batman and the George Clooney mm-hmm. Batman and you're like okay this is like this is in the land of make believe. Yep. It feels very comic booky. It feels like a comic book. It feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm. Um but but it's it's very much in the world of unrealistic fiction. Mm. Christopher Nolan's series not so much. Christopher Nolan's series is very grounded in reality with mm-hmm. some there's, you know, there's some stuff that's a little of hokey. Yeah. yeah. Um but it feels very um it, it it is very grounded in reality. Um and some but sometimes lacks like sometimes it's not until Batman shows up on screen again or Joker shows up that you're like, right, this is a Batman movie. This is a mm. comic book superhero movie because, mm. because it, that kind of feel isn't necessarily inherent to the DNA of the Christopher Nolan movies at times. Hmm. I would argue that the Batman, Matt Reeves film, yep. is actually more grounded than the Dark Knight trilogy that hmm. there's actually fewer moments where i'm like ah, okay like there's fewer moments when i'm doing that right i'm like oh yeah okay sure yeah this seems believable all of this all of this checks out is quite possible <laughs> yet it achieved what the dark knight trilogy didn't achieve for me anyways which is making it feel like never having me doubt that this is a comic book film through and through. Hmm. And that's magical to me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought of it from that perspective. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So our Riddler's very warped. He's very twisted. He's mentally ill. Um, oh, yeah. And he's not He's not just in it for the love of riddles. He does love riddles. Sure, who doesn't? Um, and, and questions and puzzles and, and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Um, but he's... He's he's got a stronger motive than just that. And I think what makes his motive so damn powerful is he's not wrong. Hmm. The issue isn't with his motive. The issue is with his methodology, mm. right? So, like, yes, he's killing people. Sure. But he's killing scum. Hmm. He's killing people that, that are corrupted dirty money loitering um city officials mm. he's feeling like the slang the slang would be the worst, pe- of the worst. Pe- pe- yeah the slang people who have it coming to them as they say mm-hmm. absolutely and so and then then he's sitting in arkham asylum and he's having that conversation with batman a beautifully masterfully written conversation because you because you and Batman spend three quarters of that conversation going holy shit he knows who he is he knows <laughs> right. that that's Bruce Wayne 
and yeah. and and Bruce looks up at the camera to like assess. Okay, like it hasn't. It's now it's left this room, and like mm. like oh my god, like I'm I'm. He he feels very powerless in that situation until he realizes. Riddler doesn't have an effing clue that he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, doesn't have yeah. a clue. Mm-hmm. And then the hammer comes down. Um, mm. But yeah, in that conversation, he's talking about like, you know, what is an orphan? Hmm. Poor little Bruce Wayne looking down from his tower hmm. with all his money and his butler. Yeah. No, it's it's thirty to a room. Yeah. It's. Being woken up by a rat, having yeah, yeah. being woken up by rats chewing your fingers. It's it's babies dying in the winter because it's so damn cold. Yeah, and you're like, and and he wins you over. Yeah, in that conversation, you're like, (laughs) he really does. You know, like yeah, I mean, Bruce still lost his parents, and I'm sure any ten year old boy would give up all of what Bruce had just to have his parents back. So it it doesn't diminish. No, it doesn't diminish the pain that Bruce felt. Mm-hmm. But Bruce was also able to get over it pretty damn quick. Yep. Right. Like orphan life ended with, I don't have parents, but I have Alfred for him. <laughs> Whereas right. for the, the children in, in this other orphanage, it would, no, life, life was hell. Mm-hmm. Life was hell. Yep. And so he's a powerful villain, man, because he isn't just crazy. He's crazy. But because he's been pushed legitimately, for understandable reasons, has been pushed to the point where he has snapped. Mm. Much like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yep. Right? You're like, no, you are a victim of the system. <laughs> and you're just not handling it well. <laughs> yeah. But that's what makes him so powerful. Talk to me about the Riddler, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like... I feel like I'm not alone, or at least I don't think I'm alone in this. Uh, another Paul Dano film where I literally want to punch him in the face almost every scene that he's in. <laughs> I think the only other thing I've really seen him in was that stupid Swiss Army Man movie you made me watch. Wasn't he... Now, am I misremembering? Wasn't Paul Dano in Prisoners? Oh, maybe. Yeah. So Maybe. I I, just, I haven't I'm seen just him in a maybe lot. not making that connection, but maybe. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a lot, and I, I think just could be recency bias, but I just feel like every time I see him, he's playing someone that I want to question or or shouldn't like because of what they're doing to other people on screen. So, um, but I mean that this is a good thing. That means Paul Dano is doing his job effectively in this case, right? Um, yeah, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. I think he even made Marshall's top 10 on our episode 100, I think it was. I when, think you're right. When we made our top 10s. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think he was good. I think I think I liked him. If, the, if it was like a graph, I was like at my highest interest of him to start. And not that it went downhill, but like it, I was less enthralled by him as the film went on. Not that... Not that I thought the acting was worse or that the character, the way it was written, got worse. I just think I'm, I didn't see this film for the realism that you saw it in. And I think that's just because I'm a different human being than you. And so, what? Really? Well, so they say. So they say. 
So I think with some of his schemings and like plans still at the end, I think sometimes I'd go, okay, this on paper makes sense. I just in practicality, I'm not sure if he could pull all this off in, in the way that he was planning. So I think there were some times where I went, okay, now it's getting a little bit into the comic book area of things, which some people would like, which some people would enjoy. And yeah, for I me, mean, I was like, okay, I've, I've been saturated. I, I think I've, I liked him a little bit more early on. But at the end of the day, it is a comic book film. 100%. 100%. And I'm not saying it went from me to enjoying him to me hating him. It just went from me going, this is really interesting to, okay, I think I've had enough. But Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And that, I don't mean that as a critique. Question. Mm-hmm. If I were to put <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin, from this movie. If I were to stand... Here's a question. Here's a question. Please. If you and I sat down, un- unknowing, you had no idea, you know, like suspend disbelief in this scenario a little of bit. Of course. If we sat down and, you know what, over the last couple of weeks, you and I were hanging out, we bought, you know, a couple of pizzas, some cases of beer, whatever, we're hanging out, we're kicking back. And we're like, ah, you know, we should have a Colin Farrell marathon. <laughs> And so we're just like, we're super saturated in Colin Farrell. We're very familiar with, with his appearance, his, his personality, his accent, his acting style, all of it, right? At this point, we're, we could basically call ourselves Colin Farrell experts. And then I was able to track down the real Colin Farrell in movie make, like, you know, ready to go after four hours of prosthetics and, and whatnot being applied. And I stood him in front of you and I said, who do you think this is? <laughs> actor. Right. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you right now, they're a famous actor. I'll, I'll give yep. you that much. Who yep. is this? Yep. How many hours would we sit there before the person who you had just watched 35 times over mm-hmm. in different films is, is the person who crossed your lips? Let me answer your question with an anecdote i regular listeners of the show will this will come as no surprise but like of the two of us you are a more of the batman fan and b more the i'm up to date or you know i brady i'm up to date on more like the gossip or rumors or like announcements of hollywood and you know sometimes you'll say it on the show and i'll go oh no way i mean oh yeah totally great yeah i totally knew that and I was driving home from this movie. <laughs> you didn't know. No, well. You knew. I knew he was in this film, but then literally the credits rolled and I was like, wait, I thought he was supposed to be in this film. Like, who did he play? Like, I didn't, I couldn't remember who he was supposed to play. And I Googled and I'm like, wait, he was the penguin that whole time. Right. And so I, he- I, I went home and I'm like, Wow. He did an interview. Um, he did an interview on is it James Corden? Mm. Um, and he was talking about like they 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 pull up a picture of it and he says it probably the best when he says like look he says like like look at the picture man I'm like I'm not even there I'm not even mm. there mm. like you stare at this all day and I'm mm. like nothing about me is there right and and he said like. 
he the first day that he was on set in this getup, Jeffrey Wright walked past him, and <laughs> and he said to Jeffrey like, "Hey man, good morning." And Jeffrey looked at him like he wanted him thrown off the set and kind of kept walking and went over and was chatting with Matt Reeves, the director, and Matt Reeves was chatting with him and like pointed back at Colin. And then Jeff came back over and went, Colin? And then like everybody, everybody had to like, like get a picture and like, like get up close and like look him right in the eyes and like try to piece it to get like knew it was him, but, but we're trying to trying to find closure in that we're, we're trying to reconcile the fact that that was him it's insane it is it- nuts <laughs> it is nuts <laughs> oh, and it doesn't wow. look like a prosthetic it doesn't look he looks there's no moment where he doesn't look entirely human and nothing like colin farrell <laughs> No, it's not just like it's not just fat Colin Farrell, right? It's another person. <laughs> it really is. It I'm is trying to think flooring. of a comparable transformation that we've seen in cinema where we can go, just be that shocked about who portrayed the the character and how different they were, and like just a a similar cop or comp as far as how shocking yeah. it was. And I'm even, at a loss. Even even Christian Bale and Vice. It's still even fat it, Christian Bale. You're like it's it's remarkable. Yeah, can, it's it's remarkable, remarkable, but you're like I can see I can, easily. I can figure out that that's like once someone says, oh yeah, because that's a true test too, right? Is like someone could say, oh, it's Christian Bale, mm-hmm. and you would go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. if you and I had seen this Batman movie together, I could have leaned over to you the first time he showed up on screen. I could have said, that's Colin Farrell. And you'd have had no reason to doubt me. Mm. But you would have, some, deep down, you would have been like, what? Yeah. I don't know. You're, is he is he messing with me? Like, what's what what gives here? Exactly. Because in the example, in, sorry, example of uh, Christian Bale, like I would classify that as it, it's almost like an age transition where it's like okay you're representing a certain character but you you're you you more just look like an older version of yourself with some extra weight and a few different you know things here and there with Colin it's it's like isn't a complete that, transformation like in every facet Isn't that the transition that we're all going on though In what way Or just a slightly older with more weight version of ourselves yeah we're all gonna be uh playing uh dick cheney someday yeah hope so um <laughs> that's the goal hope so but i liked him i liked the design of him i liked that he he had scarring that made his nose seem somewhat beak like sure uh, they didn't just make him a, a mobster yeah. they gave him a okay yeah you kind of look like you look like the penguin but also you're still very grounded in reality. <laughs> I, I have to, I'm not trying to take pot shots, but I am so like giving the gold medal for Colin in this rendition of the penguin and Danny DeVito's I know is warm. Some people's hearts, but man, we've it's stylistic is what we've it is. Very come stylistic. just not just like 
how they to the the cosmetics of transformation i'm just talking about the characters written on the screen we've come a long long way oh sure sure um catwoman yeah again i think they nailed her man i think i think she's very grounded in reality in the sense that none of the moves that she's doing like they're impressive moves mm-hmm. when she's exiting her apartment and kind of like somersaulting down the scaffolding. Um, but people do that. People can do that. If you've trained yourself to do that, people can do that. Sure. There's nothing, there's nothing about what she did that was superhuman. Oh no, not at all. Um, her costume's very grounded in reality. It's just kind of like that ski mask thing with the, the ears kind of sewn into it. Yep. But above all else, she is, the master burglar. Mm. We see her cracking a safe with advanced tools. And that felt, again, back to the... We've, we've had so many renditions of characters where they've... They've captured the feel, sort of, of that character, but they've missed the essence of them from the comics. Hmm. Batman is the world's greatest detective. Hmm. Penguin is a arms-dealing mobster, a hand-in-everybody's-pie kind of greaser. <laughs> Catwoman is the master... Bur- She's the world's greatest burglar. She's a cat burglar. Right. Right? None of this, like, you know, wanting to be... She's actually cat-like, and she's this, that, and the... No. She's a master... She's a cat burglar. Hmm. And this film stayed true to that identity. They got it in a way that nobody else has really got it. Hmm. And I thought that was great. Hmm. What say ye? I think I would. I you know I think I would straddle the fence a bit more than you do. Like as far as I'm not, uh, I don't think. She, I don't know what to say. Like I I enjoyed her. Let me just let me just talk this out. Okay, so I enjoyed her. I thought she was good. Um, I'm not sure if my lack of wanting to just say it's amazing is just from my neutrality of Batman or my neutrality of like, I'm not as invested as wanting to see a good Catman is, or Catwoman is someone else Catman. Right. Um, but it's it, Catman. I, <laughs> Catman. But what I'm like, what I'm just trying to think about it, it's like, okay, Michelle Pfeiffer was classic and there, there was merit to her character arc on, on screen. I mm-hmm. think she was probably better than her. As far as mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway, I think I liked Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure I would say that Anne Hathaway was better. I'd say maybe she was right on par with the one that we saw. So I guess I'm saying I was fine with the cat one woman we saw, but I'm not it uh, I'm not uh maybe it's just not my cup of tea that I'm not blown away with what we saw. Better than Halle Berry. I never saw it, but I've only heard bad things. Because <laughs> it's the only things to hear. <laughs> the only things to hear yeah um alfred yes andy circus is alfred we get limited alfred in this he's kind of put out a commission very early on well I, so um, that's a flaw that i had with it okay um i'll just say then this is the only thing i'm gonna say yeah. i like i like him i think he did a great job um mm-hmm. i like that this alfred is the one who trained bruce to fight Sure, yeah, yeah. 
has again they've like stayed true to that like military background he's got war wounds man the guy walks around with a cane um that's true and and the only thing i'll say is they they got me hmm there was full on until they show him lying in the hospital bed i thought holy shit alfred's dead Mm. they just killed alfred yeah yeah and i'm like maybe that's why he's not in the trailer all that much Hmm. Is because right? Because maybe Alfred dies. Holy crap! Of course he doesn't, um, and and he'll be back. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but yeah, what uh, what are your thoughts on Alfred? Andy Serkis yeah. as Alfred. I love him. I, I really do. I I think I would classify Alfred in this film though as a missed opportunity or like a lost opportunity, just because I I think I liked all the things that you said about like how, you know, what he meant to, to Bruce Wayne and what he meant to Batman and what the dynamics that he had, like it started off with very antagonistic at first, like they were really kind of butting heads a little bit. And then, you know, they, it finally came to a head where in the hospital room, they really kind of just started to connect and Bruce Wayne. What an emotional scene. And I feel like that was going to be, that will be the turning point where maybe, I, I, my impression was a lot of the times Bruce or Batman would just kind of flip off kind of Alfred a little bit or kind of take him for granted. And then we've got this kind of turning point where he says, like, you're it. This You are all I have. Yeah. I need to. And I'm all you have. And I'm all you have. Emotionally, I need to keep that in check and yeah. keep that in mind in our relationship. So I think I'm excited to where that will go. But I think... I just wish that would have happened and then we could have seen more of them on screen together just because, again, liked it, thought it was really underused and, you know, maybe as this series goes on and we see more of it, I'll go, okay, that was just the stepping stone to get where we needed to be. But just on this film on its own, it's more like, I like where you went, but I think you should have gone three or four more steps instead of just stopping after one or two. Sure. Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Our man oh, Jeffrey Wright, friend of friend of our Batman, <laughs> friend, friend of the show Jeffrey Wright, friend of the James Bond series, rather. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. You know, I obviously loved him, and <laughs> I, I Felix. both in <laughs> Felix. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, I, I loved him in this film. I'm not sure this is like the best role that he's ever been cast into and so no by that, i don't know yeah yeah by that like i don't mean i thought he was bad i like him in all the roles he's been in but i think just as far as a fit or him excelling and being in a position to succeed i thought he was fine in this i'm not i can't think of someone else that i thought would have been better or i think thought they should have replaced him but i thought he was okay and um yeah, I, I I can't fault ever seeing Jeffrey Wright in a good film, but um, he he was fine for me. Right, I think he's great. Um, I think he nails that kind of I'm the only one here who really trusts you, um, but also, and he's he's the only cop on the force that's guaranteed not to be dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but also keeps him in check. A little bit like you know like there's this I don't, they've just got this fun there's a moment where bruce is like you know or batman's like i need you to trust me and gordon's like you mean kind of how like you trust me it's been two years i don't even know who you are right that's cool um hmm. 
the sort of the the jovialness of their of their relationship that like you know after the hilarious scene in the precinct where they're like having this fake conversation all the other cops have left the room and right. they're like yeah you that know, was and and he's kind of like doing this like face, like his, <laughs> the facial expressions he's making is not matching the conversation they're having. He's like, he's having this like chewing him out, good cop, bad cop kind of <laughs> look on his face, but they're just talking, like giving each other leads and stuff. Um, but then he, he gets to the top of the elevator and he's like, you know, you could have pulled your punch. <laughs> and Batman in true Batman fashion is like, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. Right. Um, but no, I like him. I think he's, I think he's fun. Um, and I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see where they take him. Cool. Yeah. Moving forward. Uh, there's only one person left I can think of who is a main character who we really need to talk about. Mm, chimney sweep number four. Yes. Number four. Yeah. Uh, no, it, that would be Batman. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you what I like and I'll tell you what I don't like. Please. I like the suit minus two things. There's two things about this suit that don't work okay. for me. Bring it on. One is the stupid collar. I don't like the collar. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Just doesn't do it for me. The other is the nose. The nose is oh. kind of this weird, like flat bent thing. Yeah. Huh. Eh, eh. Um, the rest of it I really like. The sure. rest of the suit I really like. What do you think about the suit? Um, I actually didn't mind it. Um, I don't think it's my favorite Batman suit. That would either probably go to Ben Affleck or Christian Bale. But I, I did like the suit. I The two things I didn't enjoy as much, I didn't specifically like his boots. I don't know if they were like motorcycle boots or riding boots, but there was something, something about them were a little too clunky. And okay. there were, I, his cape, I would have preferred it being a bit longer. It seemed to longer, be longer and it always seemed kind of like whatever material it was always seemed kind of wrinkled. Sure. Like it just seemed yeah. I, like I think I sheets. prefer just like the full length cape. His seemed to kind of just go to the knees or somewhat. Right. And Oh really? I didn't catch uh, maybe, yeah, maybe not the knees, but it was they it seemed shorter. And the one scene I didn't like about about the suit is when he was on the, I think it was the police station when he like pulled the ripcord and like it just all ballooned up and then he like flew off. I thought that was oh, horrible. You didn't like that. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know how I felt about it because, yeah, we're used to him gliding and he just kind of like uses his cape and he glides. Yeah. And, and that's very much not grounded in reality. It doesn't make any sense. You can't just do that. That's not how. <laughs> capes work the dark knight <laughs> trilogy kind of touched on this and gave him that like you know it sends an electric charge through the material and the material goes rigid and that's how he can do it um but again that's a it's a phony technology um mm. whereas wingsuits or the type of suit that he had is a thing sure. um and so I was like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I guess this is the way it has to be. Hmm. But I also missed, it was a great shot. Like the, every mm -hmm. shot in this film is a great shot. The film is sure. is shot really cool. Um, and, and part of 
part of yeah part of the way this film looks like matt reeves sent out i don't know if you saw this it's been circulating the internet matt reeves sent out to all of the theaters (laughs) sent out a a a letter on warner brothers letterhead saying hey you know um we're super excited to be delivering this film to you and we've worked a really 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 long time and really hard at making this film look a certain way Hmm. please make sure when you show this film that your projectors are calibrated the following way so that it can look the way we designed it to look. Right. Um, Which is great because here's the thing, you know, as much as I do, the horror of, you know, you're not, you're not in an IMAX theater. You're not in a ultra AVX theater or a laser blah, blah, blah. You're in a regular plain Jane. You've paid, the the cheap cheap tickets for the regular showing <laughs> and the theaters not always but you can definitely tell when it's happening here's the thing projector the, theater projector light bulbs ridiculously expensive mm, okay. and and so there's this horrible practice out there where theaters dim the bulbs on the projectors oh. to make them last longer increase to increase the lamp life sure Okay. Yeah. So, and and you know it as well as I do. Everybody knows it. You've been sitting in a movie and you've been going, "This seems <laughs> dim. Like this seems <laughs> like hard to see in some spots, and it's not crystal clear." And I'm I'm really interested to see what this will look like when I watch it at home on my TV. Oh, neat. Um, okay. And the Batman wasn't like that because mm-hmm. he sent out this thing, and thank God oh, because yeah, this is not a film. It's a dark movie. It's not a film to to mm-hmm. turn the brightness on your on your projector down. Hmm. Yeah, but that's really interesting. Actually, I never. I that's you always have a insight to the technical aspects, and it's obviously with your back <laughs> background of like uh, content creation. And I think I, just I think just the lamp life thing is quite interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So Batman, yes. I love. That we finally are acknowledging that, yeah, Batman wears eye makeup. Of course he does. Hmm. Of course yeah. he does. Yeah. He would have to. Mm-hmm. Hey, when he takes his friggin', you know, he's like, oh, I'm Batman. And he's got like, <laughs> he's got like the black <laughs> all around his eyes. And then he takes his, you know, in the next shot, he takes his, the cowl off and his eyes are clean. Right. And you're like, what? <laughs> We even saw that in the Dark Knight trilogy. Maybe it wasn't him taking it off. Maybe it was him putting the helmet on. Sure. But you're like, no, 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 pal. <laughs> you need your black grease paint before you can <laughs> you can go out there. And I loved that they showed that. Because yeah. again, it's something we've all known. It's something we've joked about for years. Fans mm. have been like, you know, in one scene, he's clearly got that. You even see it in Batman Returns. There's a scene where... where Michael Keaton rips off his mask to to you know to show himself reveal himself to Selena and to you know mm. whatever and and in the shot it cuts to him right before he does it and he looks really weird because he's in the cowl without the makeup on all of a sudden because he's he's in the process of ripping it, and his eyes look ridiculous. You're like something is off here, and it's because <laughs> he doesn't have the eye makeup on. Mm. So I love that. Was that did that strike with you at all? Uh, I I don't think it 
did, but it, it makes sense. I, 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 uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of, did Ben Affleck have it? For some reason I thought, but maybe not. No, we never see him. No, I don't think so. We never see him just as huh. him. I mean, they all have it while they're in the suit. They all 100%. Have it. But I guess I've never noticed that. For some reason I but thought never it as wasn't Bruce. the... I know, yeah, you're right. I never realized that. Okay. Where he hmm. takes it off and he's been sweating under the mask. So it's like mm, running, running everywhere. It's all over his yep. face. It's in his yep. hair. His hair's a mess. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so realistic. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, his performance is excellent. I like his Batman voice. I think it's it's right where it should be. It's it's, it's definitely it's, it's better where, than Christian Bale's. It's where I like Christian Bale, and he's still my Batman. I think it's where Christian Bale's voice should have been, because it has right. the disguise in it, like it has the misdirection in it. But it's yeah, not, you can't tell that. You're not gonna you're not gonna think that's Bruce. There's nothing yeah, Bruce about that. It's it's like you have a sound effect on your soundboard. And with Christian or Robert Pattinson, pardon me, he had it at the correct level, the tone. Yeah. And Christian Bale did sometimes, but then sometimes he just accidentally slipped and his finger pushed the dial and it like went to like 10 out of 10 and it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, No. So I like that. I like, I think his performance, there's a lot of times... This Batman doesn't take shit from anyone. He doesn't mm-hmm. play by anybody else's rules. Yeah. Um, and we see that in scenes where like someone will ask him a question or say, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Mm. And instead of instead of justifying the fact that he's in there or re- dignifying it with a response, he just kind of stares at the cop until the cop lowers his gun. <laughs> it's true. And But there's a lot of eye acting. That's, that ben, okay. or that that Robert Pattinson does in this movie. There's a yeah. lot that he conveys simply mm-hmm. with his eyes. Yep. And I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I'm not, I'm not going to delve into it too much. I do want to talk about Batman w- from a story standpoint. Um, sure. But just on the overall performance, the one thing that's lacking, you said you didn't like him as Bruce, and I think I know what the issue is, or I know what the mm-hmm. issue is for me. Mm-hmm. And that's that every iteration that we've had of Batman, Batman and Bruce are two very different personas. Whereas, you know, you've got, yeah, you've got with the Christian Bale one, you've got the, you know, swear to me. And then he's like, (laughs) you know, you know, uh, I I think I, I think they, I think they'll be fine with it because I just bought the hotel and I just, you know. Right. Whereas Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne, there's really no change in his personality when he takes the mask off versus having mm. it on. Yeah. Right. He's at that, he goes to that funeral and he's, he's kind of still just brooding yeah. and, and he's not playing the role of playboy billionaire. Yeah. Yet. And yet. And I think that a lot of that is because this Bruce and this Batman is far more detached. Like, you know, in in previous renditions, I've always said, and a lot of people say this, so I can't take credit for it, um, <laughs> that who he is is actually Batman. Batman is his true mm, identity. Sure. 
and that the the mask, right. the person that he puts on, yep. is this Bruce Wayne character. That's fair. Um, yep. In in the Batman, Bruce Wayne is dead. Mm. Bruce Wayne is gone. Whatever pieces of Bruce Wayne that were left are dead. Hmm. And his sole purpose, his his whole existence now is being the Batman. Mm. And hmm. vengeance and crime fighting and and he is 100% surrendered himself to it. Um hmm. And and parts of that are cool. Parts of that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I dig that. Um, but also, I think it leads to the issue that we were talking about, that there is no Bruce Wayne. And when he takes off the mask, it's still just Batman. He's just not... He's just forgotten how to be human. He's, mm-hmm. so, he's alien. Hmm. He's forgotten how to be human. Hmm. So what are your thoughts on on, on him? That is an interesting thought that you just shared. Um, yeah, you already, I said this and then you repeated what I said. Yeah, I did like him a little bit more as Batman, uh, not as keen on him as Bruce. I When I saw the film, I was undecided about this kind of biker drive that he had going on because I thought that was very, it's very contrasting to what we've seen where either as the playboy in previous films, like he's driving down like the street in like, a hundred thousand dollar Mercedes Benzes or Maseratis or, or things like that, or he's doing his detective sleuthing in the Batmobile itself. So having this kind of like it's not even alter ego, but just like this low key kind of take, getting a pulse on the situation without drawing attention as Batman, but it not being like an eccentric billionaire. Like I thought that was a unique jive. I'm not sure if I like it. Because it's unique, I'm not sure if I think it's out of place because it's so unique. So I, I'm I, I'm very on the fence with it, but I thought that was interesting. Um, Something I think they did with it that I really like is the duality of him arriving at the Iceberg Lounge. Hmm. And he arrives as Batman. Oh, yes. And he's like, do you know who I am? Like, yes. the dialogue is exactly the same. I want to see the yes. Penguin. Um, or I want to see, not the Penguin, I want to see Falcone. Yeah. The second yeah. time, it's Falcone. Um, and, and it just kind of, I think that scene was there, served the purpose of showing Bruce sometimes, sometimes the Batman is not the right answer. Sometimes Bruce Wayne Mm. will get you further. Yeah. I thought you're, I forgot about that scene. I think I'm glad you brought it up. I thought that was excellent writing to have that mirroring, uh, those mirroring scenes. I thought they were great just from visually just like getting a, uh, a a kick out of them as a viewer but yeah just for the point that you just said yeah um thought it i got a bit of a gothic feel from it and i'll say what i mean by that so like just from his environments like his actual home itself had this gothic vibe to it and i won't say this as a flaw but i'm surprised by this some of the Bruce Wayne scenes. He had his hair kind of long and kind of coming across his face. And I I wasn't sure for for all the the, the kickback that some people gave for having Robert Pattinson be Batman, saying, Oh, you know, you can't have this emo vampire doing this. I thought that 
I was surprised that they went for visuals of his hair and visuals of him kind of appearing in that kind of gothic tone. I just thought that was, I thought that was bold for them to do, leaning into something that some people might say, this is why we didn't want him in the first place. So right. I'm, so, I, I was shocked by that. I'm not saying so it they, was bad. I was just surprised. Right. So they did like Matt Reeves direction, like one of his main visions for the character that he told Robert Pattinson is that the that that this Bruce is going to be kind of loosely based off Kurt Cobain. Oh, okay. Which you can totally see. Now that when, you say once that, you see 100%. that, you're like, oh yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the reason being is because you're like, well, who was Kurt Cobain? Sure. He was broken inside. Yeah. He was angsty. He was self-destructive. He was a lot of things that is exactly who this Bruce is. Um, and so I think part of it is like, you know, who we have this 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 Bruce Wayne who is dead. He's dead. His sole purpose is the Batman. I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten, Alfred needs to tell him to eat a meal. Right. He's not prioritizing haircuts. Yes. He's not going to the barber and right. buying hair product and doing his hair. Sure. He doesn't have time. Yeah. He doesn't he just doesn't care. Bruce Wayne would care, but Bruce right. Wayne is dead. Batman <laughs> Batman doesn't doesn't have need for that. Right. So I think I think that was what they were trying to communicate with it. That's that's an interesting point that I didn't consider. So I, I will take that counterpoint, and that's that is interesting. Cool. Anything else about Batman? Oh, I don't. Well, and his his portrayal. Yeah, I don't think about Batman. Well, this could be a segue, so I'll say it. And if it's not about Batman, it's a way to jump into something Batman related. I absolutely despised and was revolted and threw up in my mouth a little bit with this Batmobile. I thought it was horrid. Really? I I honestly think when I left the theater, uh, there was a 1994 Honda Civic that was missing the hood, had like a miscolored door, and the muffler was hanging on the ground. I would have been just as okay if that had been the Batmobile. I was not a fan interesting okay yeah did you like interesting uh it it might be my favorite what what no way really it it definitely beats the tumbler but i've never been a big fan of the tumbler so that's not and i don't take offense to that because tumbler is my favorite but i understand why it's not your favorite and i get that like stylistically it's the most bland i get the only other one that really could hold a candle to it was the the tim burton one sure (laughs) but this thing man i so here's so uh, and here's why here's why because again, okay. it's grounded in reality. It makes sense that this is what I mean, he would have access to. I this, guess. this is something that he would build. <sighs> I mean, right? Sure. Um, the reveal when it's in that alley and the lights come on, okay, yeah, and the jet engines start warming up, and yeah. it's just that like 
Like as it's as it's and 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 I was literally the feeling that I felt was exactly the feeling that that the the criminals were supposed to feel, which is mm. oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. And someone online put it really, really well. In that moment, the bat the Batmobile in this movie is as much a character as it is a vehicle. And in that moment, in that in that alley, that Batmobile is is the villain out of a horror film. It is hmm. it is Freddy Krueger. It is <laughs> it sure Jason is. Voorhees. It is exactly what you don't want to be in a dark alley with. Right. And it's coming to f you up. <laughs> and and so that was cool. I think the the car chase scene in this movie is easily top three car chases that I've ever seen in any action movie ever. The, I, that was so good. So good. You know, I will say that there were times that I thought it was getting long, but then I, 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 I think at the end of the chase scene, I think I thought, okay, no, maybe it's not my favorite chase scene in film, but there was, it was very captivating, visually interesting. And I, yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I didn't mind it by the end. And then, and then, really fun when it comes through the flames, and yeah, hits uh, that's and sends his car flying. That's one of the parts. Like when in the rearview mirror coming through the flames, I was like, "Oh, oh boy, okay, that's visually stunning." Yeah, yeah. So I, I really, really like this Batmobile, and I also really like for for different reasons. I really like the bat bike at the end because it had this, like it had the ears on the front of it. And I was like, Ooh, this is like, this feels comic booky. This feels like what Batman and the comics would be on is this, this motorcycle where the, the, the front of it looks like the head of a bat. I'm like, that's cool. That's, <laughs> that is comic booky. But again, it's, but, but I believe it. I buy hmm. it. Hmm. Let's talk about. Be, be, hold, pin that thought for one second. There's one character that I just we skimmed over. Not doesn't need a lot of time. I just, think this is where I, I'm about oh, to go. Then you Maybe. go for it. No, go Maybe. for it. Well, no. What character are you? Just John Turturro. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not where I'm going. But yeah. Okay. Um, not Falcone. a lot to say. Not a lot to say. Like it wasn't. He wasn't the most fundamental character. Is is important? No, as he but was. he's good in everything he's in. He really is. I did enjoy him in this role. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Let's talk about a character we missed. Okay. Chimney and sweep number six. The, no, and and the first thing on this list that I'm unsure of. Unsure. I'm not going to say I dislike it. Okay. But I don't know how I feel, oh. and that and and it will surprise you. And the character that I'm talking about, the person we haven't talked about yet, is Joker. Huh? Because because Joker is in this movie. Make no mistake. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and Matt Reeves has confirmed it that that's oh, okay, who that yeah. is. I mean, what else could it be, really? Um. And so, and a couple of interesting things, like this scene, the presence of this scene, 
the, the only reason I didn't like I, the only reason I'm not sure I liked it is because it felt kind of tacked on. It felt yes, out of place and like it didn't belong there. Tacked on now, is a very accurate way to describe it. Now, part of that reason, I don't know if you know who played. Uh, you haven't seen the Eternals yet. No, you did because yeah, we reviewed yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's the the leather jacket wearing guy that can oh. that can make people like do mind control? Yeah, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. You keep talking. Yeah. I'll look up the name. Uh, the actor's name is Barry. Um, Barry, something with a K. Yeah. Where is he? Look Anyways. Here. Oh, Barry Co- Coogan? Coogan. Yeah. Coogan. Barry yeah. Coogan. Yeah. Or Keegan, maybe. Played, who knows? Played Druig, Druig in Eternals. Druig. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that's who that is. Okay. I did not know that. I saw him in the IMDb list for this film, yeah. so that fills in that blank. Um, and And so what we know about this Joker so far is that he has, and this is like stuff that the directors revealed and stuff like that, he has a condition that he's had since birth that forces, he can't not smile. Like something about the muscles mm. in his face, he's, it's, it's, it's the, the smile is just there and he can't make it go away. Um, the other things that we know are, there were additional scene shots. So there are three main deleted scenes in this film hmm. that Matt Reeves will release at some point, he okay. has said. And in one of those deleted scenes, Batman goes to Arkham Asylum and talks to Joker because he needs help profiling Riddler. He needs, he, he's, he needs to pick the brain of an insane person so that he can track down and figure out the next move of this other insane person. And in that scene, there's a line where Joker says to Batman, it's almost our anniversary, isn't it? <laughs> so, I mean, what this tells us, and, and this is pretty obvious because if Joker is in Arkham Asylum, someone put him there. Hmm. And oh, we also know that this Joker has all of the seeds. All of the seeds are planted for him to be the Joker. He just isn't self. He hasn't self-proclaimed that yet. Sure, he hasn't taken that moniker on. Um, but if he's in Arkham Asylum, someone put him there. Oh yeah. And if it's year two of Batman, and all of the criminals and some of the cops and whoever else are scared shitless of Batman. Batman's taken down someone big. Like, he's got history in <laughs> Gotham, right? right? He hasn't been doing a lot of nothing for the first year and a half of being Batman. So he has history with Joker. They've they've tangoed. And Batman's put him there almost a year ago, up close to a year ago. Because <laughs> it's almost their anniversary. Hmm. So that's it. That's that's what we know. Um, and I just don't know. It feels I, I, maybe I would have felt differently with those other scenes. Maybe I would have felt like, mm -hmm. really, this is crowded. We don't need this. Don't show this to me yet. 
But then also something about the way they did this felt kind of like a, a just a copying Batman Begins where they're like, oh, here's this playing card, like right at the end being like, oh, by the way, there's a Joker. Yeah. Like that felt kind of like a ripoff of that. Well, and yeah, because I, I think you hit it. It felt like a tack on an add on. Mm-hmm. And I, you know me, I love the Dark Knight trilogy more. So I'm always going to lean in that direction. But at least that is an add-on, but at least it's done tastefully and kind of just subtly and in a very nuanced way where you, you know, you get a brief description of someone and then that you flip, he leaves a calling card and it's a, it's a Joker card from a playing deck. And you just go, Ooh, yeah. With this, it's an add-on and it's this prolonged, Hey, we're friends. Ha ha ha. I liked his laugh. I guess, but... I was, you know, something I was like, uh, you know, if you're going to give me a new Joker, you need to give me a laugh I haven't heard. But, I guess. But I need it's to a, feel like that's menacing and that's the Joker. It's important. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I liked that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's a small nitpick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I want to touch on something. This is a pretty big... Um, this is kind of... Yeah. It's pretty big. Um, oh, yeah. And it might be kind of like the rest of our, our discussion here mm-hmm. will kind of be. I doubt that because I have a question for you. Okay. Well, what is your question? It's more open-ended and it it's more about the Batman universe. So I would rather okay. do your talk. Do it at the first. end. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this kind of coincides with, you sent me a, a, a Twitter article that mm. I was kind of already. Sure. I hadn't read that article. Yep. Um, yep. And it presented an interesting angle, but yeah. So listen, the Batman that we get at the start of this film mm. It's very different than the Batman we get at the end of this film. The Batman at the beginning of this film is not a hero. (laughs) He's not. Like, even when he he beats up that gang in the alley, preventing them from beating this guy up, (laughs) he doesn't offer him help up. Right. He doesn't say it's okay now. He just kind of looks at him. (laughs) It's true. He wasn't there to save that guy. He was there to beat up those criminals. Hmm. He's not hope. He's vengeance. And and throughout throughout the film a bunch of stuff happens and and you know there's a few lines where he talks about like I need to be more. I need to be something more. And so that's that's kind of a big moment. Hmm. And kind of, you know, makes him realize, okay, well, you know, yeah, I, I need to be more than just what I'm what I've been doing. Uh, I think the conversation in Arkham Asylum where he realizes that that Riddler has felt empowered by what he, Bruce is doing, that a costume, some fear, and some carefully placed violence is enough to get your message out and do what you want to do, cause the change you want to change. And then another big turning point for him is when there is it Madison Square Garden? No, it's 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 the fictional version of it. It had okay. a name that it might have literally right, just been like, like this Gotham, is Gotham not Square Garden right. or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever but it was it is, but totally like that was its in influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so there's there's the moment when they're they're up top there and the whole city's flooded which by the way i loved the whole city flooding thing i was like "Ooh, this is like this is a this again this is like a very comic booky 
villain thing to do. Like I'm going to flood the, I'm going to flood all of Gotham. And I'm like, wow, like good for you guys to like in the third act to pull out this big major special effects, heavy kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, and they take the mask off of that Riddler flunky and he, and they say like, who are you? And he says, I am vengeance. And, mm. and Batman's like, oh, <laughs> and so, and then you hit the nail on the head with that article you sent me mm-hmm. because, because it's after this moment, it's after all of these things that he's saving people. Yeah. The first time he starts saving people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has like a little bit, like he, he, at the funeral, he runs and he grabs the Mitchell kid out of the way from getting hit by the car. But he also really empathized with that kid. Like, I think he felt a connection. That wasn't just general, like, heroism. It was like, you know, it was, that was a more personal, deep connection. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he starts being a hero. And hmm. the article you sent me nailed it because it, 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 it's something I didn't, re- I mean, films are all about symbolism and, and hidden oh, yeah. stuff and, you know, whatever. But he is not a hero when he falls into the water Mm -hmm. and then he comes up baptized Mm -hmm. by that water and he's a different guy or you could say he was baptized baptized wow (laughs) um but yeah he's he there batman goes through a very serious character progression oh yeah in this movie yeah yeah he really does Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? What say ye? Um, yeah, just about the transformation or in general, sorry? In general. Yeah. Toasters, one slot, two <laughs> slots, four slots. <laughs> like, what is your, what so, say ye? The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into my question, because it was something I thought about when watching this film. I, hit me. So, hit I me. am finally in the same position as you. I've never been in this position. Missionary? Before. What? No. Oh. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I hear position and I'm like, no. yeah. I Straight to the gutter. For most of my life, I had ver- seen very few Batman films. And now I am, in, I am appear to you that I have seen 98% of the Batman film. At least, I've seen all the films, but you know, there's comic book things that I haven't seen or like cartoons and that's beside the point. I've seen all the Batman films. That's what I'm trying to say. They grow up so fast. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I I didn't have the sound clip, but there was a sound clip from that episode where I said I had only seen the Christian Bale Batmans and you said something to the effect of like, oh, we'll we'll fix that someday. (laughs) We'll get you fixed up, son. Yeah. And so I guess my point is I now have a I have a an eye to say okay I can evaluate things now. I have I've seen the full spectrum. I can make evaluations, I can make judgment calls. And I I'm trying to determine what I what I've seen now. And I think as much as Bat- Christian Bale's my favorite, I I am done with that. I'm glad there aren't any more. Uh, the his story arc is complete and it's it's time to move on. With this I am even, I'm wondering what you would want to see more. And this isn't a slight on uh Robert Pattinson. This is just a question that was I saw on Twitter and I thought it was interesting and I think I obviously know your answer. But would you rather see 
uh, another Ben Affleck Batman movie. Not I know he's scheduled to be in films, but I'm talking like a centered film about him exclusively, like another chapter of Ben Affleck or a sequel to Matt Reeves' The Batman. And I think obviously with this conversation, the way it's going, I can predict your answer. I, I mean, think the reason I'm bringing it up is I'm done with Christian Bale. Loved him. He's the best, but his story is done. I'm curious with where Robert Pattinson is going, but I feel of all the Batmans we've seen, uh, it was time for their time to end. I feel Ben Affleck I'm not finished with yet. I just wish we had even just like one more film, an exclusive full feature length film, just to to wrap up wrap him up. I, like I, we saw him enough, kind of like Alfred in this movie. I, I liked where he was going, but I could have used a bit more. Yeah, uh, and I assume I assume that his appearance in the Flash movie will take care of that and will okay, give maybe you that kind of wrapped sure. up feeling because they've yeah. said like that's he's coming back to kind of give the character okay a proper send off. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we know that we're getting like this is the the Batman is the first of in a trilogy. Um, oh, okay, it's a trilogy. Okay, yeah, yeah, and um, and we're getting two HBO spinoff shows. One featuring Colin Farrell as a penguin, um, just called this just around his character, mm. uh, and the other is about Arkham Asylum. We don't know much about that one yet, um, but yeah, definitely more of this. Definitely more of this. And you know what, like. I said this to I said this to Brienne when the movie ended. I was like, it is long. It is long. And there were moments where to me even it felt long. Like I thought the movie was ending and then the plot to flood Gotham was revealed. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, like we yeah. have like this is just starting the third act. Like what? Um <laughs> But but I didn't mind that, and I don't because they did so much, and they never like it. It had good pacing, like it continued to move on to stuff, mm. and and the world that he built is feels very rich and feels very you know. So it didn't bother me in the same way that finishing a long movie like Lord of the Rings doesn't bother me because I'm like, well, this is a large chunk in in an epic in an epic not not a, the lord of the rings is not just a trilogy it's an epic and and so each each portion of that is quite long because a lot happens and and when all is said and done the lord of the rings is a grand tale and i kind of wonder if the three batman films are going to kind of be much in the same hmm. that we will look at it as the Matt Reeves Batman epic that <laughs> it is because here's the thing I said to her I was like well now that you've done this you can't release the second one and have it be two hours and ten minutes like you can't mm. it has to be close to as long um, and I'm fine with that and I think if it ends up being a trilogy that is nine hours to sit and watch <laughs> then then so be it and it's going to be an epic hmm. it's going to be yeah, it, it it it. I don't know how else to say it other mm -hmm. than that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I I more I'm I'm all in on this this new stuff. Cool. Um, and I like it because it's not connected to anything else. Like, don't yep. get me wrong, I love shared universes. I love the MCU. I love bits of the DCEU. Mm. 
But part of what made Joker so great is it's not a, it's not connected to anything. It's yeah. just its own story. Yep. Free of the the responsibility of making sure that it doesn't screw up the continuity of anything else. Mm. So yeah. What about you? You you were saying you want more Ben Affleck. I do. I, I, it's just more that this was posed in that question because I didn't end this film saying I don't want Robert Pattinson. So I guess it, if I had to only choose one, I don't know what I would do. I'm, I'm, I was leaning towards Ben Affleck, but now I, I might just say, okay, let's continue with this. With this, where we've moved on in the past, maybe it's time for this Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could talk about this all day, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else? Like, I'm, I, you know, it's hard. It's hard when we do these big long films because oh, literally, yeah. we could talk for like another two hours, and we could talk about, um, we could talk about Falcone being Selena's father. Oh yeah. We could talk about um, the fact that the one thing, the one thing I hate, one thing I hate about this movie. What the hell is with Wayne Manor? It is too. <laughs> I don't even know. I yeah. don't even know. Yeah, it's very stylistic. I think. Mm. I think he sacrificed practicality for for style in that moment. Mm. So, soundtrack yeah. is great. Oh God, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is incredible. It it muddied the waters for me because I listened to it on the drive home from the theater, and. Like if we're marking things individually, the soundtrack was a ten out of ten for me. I still it, it's pref- so simple because it uses the same yes chord progression over and over and over and over and over, and, and it, it just changes how it gives it to you. Maybe yeah, sometimes and, it's really grand and epic with drums. Other yep. times it's just some strings. Other times it's whatever. But it's just the same thing over and over. And when it's used, it's used in a building tone. Like it's got a pulse. And then as the scene progresses, as the scene elevates, this tone or this this simple riff gets it gets stronger, it builds in its tone and it, it just kind of builds in its own intensity and it just the tempo kind of matches what you're seeing. So it's simple, but it's effective. Yeah. And oh, yeah. there was there was I, I again I listened to it on the way home and I was in love with the soundtrack. And there was that final action sequence where the the soundtrack alone gave me some goosebumps because I the action sequences don't usually do that for me, but the the music the soundtrack was just the intensity was so elevated to me from that soundtrack. So the soundtrack was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Anything else, sir? I I. I I wanna I will just give my overall impression and then we will score it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think I would classify it, and this is how I classified it when I left the theater, it was not bad. I feel I was a little underwhelmed for the amount of hype that the film got, and how much people were ripping on the criticism of Robert Pattinson. I I wasn't as blown away as I thought I wanted to be. Um as we talk about this, there's certainly elements that I thought are excellent. Soundtrack we just mentioned for one, certain characters, Robert Pattinson's in some capacities, I really enjoyed. Um, But there were some things that I was a little less keen on, specifically the plot to me. It seemed 
a little too heavy on being contrived and contrived for the sake of mis misdirection on us on misdirection to backstory and more being revealed just for the sake of plot twists and shock value i feel like in other batman films or at least some maybe just the christian bell ones but to some to, to some degree all of them the backstory and the exploring history for me does a better job of creating story and character depth to invest us into going forward being invested in what's going to happen with this there was all these cool neat components that were siloed and individual but for me this the plot seemed so contrived that i it wasn't like a a a well-developed rich backstory that then fueled me to forward it was more these are all neat things but the connectivity between them doesn't really pan out for me so that was my general impression when I walked away from the theater. So I don't want to surprise you with my score. That's fair. That's fair. Zero to ten, sir. This is a very fluid score, okay? So on my scale, it it falls... I guess that would fall within the... I, w- I could wait till this goes on a streaming source that... Um, you know, I own. I don't need to pay premium access again. I don't need to go to the theaters again. I will probably watch this film again someday, but I am in no hurry and I will wait till it's, you know, essentially free or, you know, I don't have to pay extra money to do so. I think on a scale of 10, I think I'm falling at a five for right now. I Middle of the road. Middle of the road. I honestly walked out of the theater thinking a four. And after thinking about some of the things, after talking about some of the things, I almost went to a six. So I'm going with a five. It's right in the middle. I, I think there's 50% of content that I was great with, I enjoyed, and like the soundtrack was one. There were 50% of things that I was either, eh, take her to leave it. You know, the Batmobile didn't like, didn't like some things. Um, but again, I, I don't say five out of 10 as a slight. This movie was a fun movie to go see, and just visually, like, I'm not talking about special effects or action sequences, I'm just talking about, like, visuals of lighting and, like, different shots that are used and panning on the city of our characters, but in the, in the, the sunset overlooking the city. Just, we have come a long way in the 30-plus years where, you know, stylistically, visually, there were some very rich visuals in this film that i cannot say for 30 years ago or 25 years ago or insert blank so five out of ten but it was a fun movie going experience right what do you give it out of ten 9.6 holy anna yeah a couple issues with it um but but they're overlookable in the grand scheme of they 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 finally got like from wow. a comic perspective they finally got batman right okay they finally nailed him yeah 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 no that's that's fair that's yep. that's fair you know what this makes sense that of all this flashback that we had for you loving batman for being believing in robert pattinson and for everything that you just said makes perfect sense cool what'd you watch this week sir 
uh, our usual segment of what we've watched, I think this week it is going to be nothing. I'm, I'm trying to look at my list. I think it was just the Batman, and I think that was it. So I will pass okay. back to you. Nothing to add this week. Okay. And what did you watch this week? Nothing. Wrap it up. <laughs> before Before I wrap it up, I do have just one more thing to say. As I wrap up episode 180, which okay. if you do the math, I no don't. If you do the I math don't. in three years, that's 60 uh, on average, 60 episodes a year. Yeah. Which is on average more than one episode a week. Now I know, yep. I think the real big boosters here are the that's James Bond 007. series yeah. that like there were some weeks, I think some weeks we even peaked at three, but like two, a lot of two a week. So a, that, lot, a lot were two. A lot were two. So that bumps things up. But I'm just going to go down memory lane for one more thing. <laughs> uh, we're going to do this a lot. Like a lot, a lot, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Pete's shooting me a dirty look. Mm-hmm. On a frequent basis. On a frequent basis. As needed. Yes. Yeah. So, until next time. Who would have thought... uh, Every week. Every week, or on average, more than every week, would have... What would have been defined as on a frequent basis. Not me. I mean, when I... I think in that moment, I probably thought to myself, oh, great. Like... (laughs) He's going to be a total flake about this. <laughs> it's going to be hard to ever, like, I'm going to be constantly chasing after him. Yeah. And then after three or four episodes, I'm going to be like, well, I don't have the time or patience for this. <laughs> and then it'll just die. It won't happen. It won't become anything. In reality, it's more like after three or four episodes a week, you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, let's come go. On. Gotta keep yeah. the content flowing. Gotta, yeah. Gotta <laughs> give the people what they haven't asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have a bit more time to kill, because for episode 180, we agreed that we're going to have 180 minutes of airtime. So, oh, do we? Okay. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the news, sports, and weather, and I kid. Thank you so much for joining us. Whether this is your first time joining us, whether you're sporadically joining us, or you've been here for all 180, thank you. Uh, check out check out our socials below Facebook, Instagram, Twitter like, follow, subscribe wherever you can give us a good rate and review wherever you can check out our Patreon page below uh, it's a way for you to help pay the bills help support the show and we give you some perks back we also have a merchandise page that's similarly, you know, benefits us helps benefit you and uh, check out our upcoming votes, our upcoming posts and our upcoming episodes and until next time on you know, a semi-frequent I, basis. On a semi-frequent basis. You know, I was thinking about it, and we have to... It, it's all been building up to this, and now it feels like it's building up to nothing. <laughs> and so I was thinking about it. And really, from like a... Yeah, I mean, there's movies we're excited for, Jurassic and mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange and, and whatnot. Yep. But like yep. from, a, from a what holds significant... Mm value to the podcast like what is something we talk about a lot what is something that Hmm. like okay like let's wait and see like what do they think of this Hmm. i think and it's a shorter timeline much shorter timeline now yeah but i think we're i think we're now we're now just counting down to avatar 2 oh 
I think like you're right. really that's it's oh, going to culminate in yeah. in Avatar two, and then we'll reassess and figure out what the next thing is. Yeah, but I think, I think Avatar right. two is the big next <laughs> holy crap episode. Avatar two. Who would have thought Avatar two?